Why do people hate watch? Haven't they heard there's no such thing as bad press? I mean, hate watching is still watching, folks. No matter what you say about it, your view will still benefit it. Even all the YouTube videos of people trashing it, you know, with the blowing red eyes and the, the angry screaming face, I mean, they all look the same in the end, if you really think about it and you really look at them. <laughs> but same thing, you're still giving it attention and press. A recent example of hate watching is the new Velma cartoon on HBO Max. Thanks to all the hate watching, it's getting a second season. I wasn't going to watch it because one, I just had no interest in it, even though I like Scooby, and two, there's no Scooby, and so it's like, what's the point? I mean, if a show is going to upset you and trigger you, don't watch it. It's not rocket science, guys. Just ignore it and keep on with your day. That is honestly the best thing you can do to keep it from getting more seasons. Hello everybody, how are you doing this fine day? I'm myself doing well, being happy, living my best life. I can't believe I reached 100 episodes. It also just feels like yesterday I started the podcast. And what a way to celebrate 100 episodes than playing my first ever voice message. This being from the person who encouraged me to start this podcast, my mom. What's up, Sammy Bob? Happy Wednesday. I listened to your Kang episode. It was really good. I can't believe you're already on 99 episodes. The next one is the big 100. That's awesome. All right. Keep doing you, babe. You're doing awesome. Bye. Thanks, Mom. You know, without her encouragement, I'd still be dragging, dragging my feet starting this. She just told me to pull the trigger, and I did. And honestly, I'm thankful for that. Guys, sometimes you just need to, in the immortal words of Shia LaBeouf, and I guess Nike to some, to some degree, but less cool, you just need to do it. Anyways, last week, I did a comic one one on Ant-Man and the Watch Quantumania villain, Kane the Conqueror. And at the end of the episode, I shared that I'd be doing a one one on the other villain appearing in Quantumania, MODOK. Let's get into it. So, who is MODOK? An acronym for Mental Organism Designed Only for Killing. He was originally a man named George Tarleton, a scientist for AIM, or Advanced Idea Mechanics. He would become MODOK after the Scientist Supreme, a sort of big figure in AIM, forced him into an alteration chamber and turned him into an organic living computer called MODOK, spelt with a C instead of a K at the end, or Mental Organism Designed Only for Computing. But due to this vast knowledge and unlimited power, he killed the Scientist Supreme and took over AIM. From here, he will be a villain for multiple Marvel heroes and go on some pretty interesting adventures. His first appearance in the comics was in Tales of Suspense number 93 and 94, going up against Captain America. While having a, a good old-fashioned brain versus brawn match, a rogue faction of AIM attempted to take him out, you know, for revenge. But he would survive the ordeal and keep on controlling AIM. He'd be a frequent foe for Captain America, like helping Captain America and Falcon defeat the Red Skull after he took over Captain Cap's body, and gaining control of the Cosmic Cube, create a robot version of Bucky, sort of a pseudo-war soldier kind of thing if you think about it, and even create Wrecking Crew member Bulldozer to fight Cap and Falcon. But during their fight, MODOK would get buried under some rubble. Even though he would mostly battle Captain America, he did take on some other heroes, like Namor, the story of this is, Project being buried under some rubble and after helping Captain America and Falcon defeat Red Skull, 
he got control of the Cosmic Cube, so then jumped to after he got buried under some rubble. Doctor Doom would task a amnesia-ridden Namor to steal it. But they would both come to find out that MODOK was, in fact, alive and they would battle it out. Namor would cause the Cosmic Cube to explode, taking down the facility all three of them were in. But luckily, they survived. After this, he would go on to mess with the Hulk. In order to sort of match or even outdo the Hulk's strength, he knew he needed to get someone who hated the Hulk and doused him in gamma radiation. And that someone was Betty Ross, or Betty Ross Talbot, who would become Harpy. And Harpy would win this fight because sucked into Bybee's floating island, and that's a whole other story. Next, he would pop up in Iron Man, mainly during the War of the Supervillains event. A individual being known as the Black Llama would pit villains against one another for the Golden Globe of Power as a reward. So in a way, this is sort of like a watered-down Secret Wars, but just but just villains. After losing the event, he would then be forced out of AIM and take up leading the AIM faction on the West Coast. After this, he would face off against Carol Danvers, or Ms. Marvel as she was known at the time, and try and use her to increase his own forces, but she would escape. They would then meet again later on, when he and the villain known as Deathbird would try to take over the East Coast faction of AIM. And, of course, Carol Danvers would stop his evil plan. After that, he would go on to face heroes like Spider-Man and Kazar, mutate the Thing, before being stopped by Namor, Goliath, and Captain America. And then, he will go on to again pester the Hulk, this time using Abomination to get revenge on AIM for booting him out. But here's the thing. After losing so much to, to the Hulk, Abomination was a bit of a scaredy cat, so MODOK would, would condition him to fear him more than the Hulk. And after this, Abomination would kidnap a scientist named Catherine Waynesboro, and he would turn her into Lady Almost Mrs. MODOK. But after killing Abomination and getting the snock smacked out of him by Hulk, he will be defeated and Lady Modoc will be returned to normal. After that, due to his constant pestering, Aang will grow tired of Modoc and then hire the Serpent Society to kill him. Even with the intervention of Captain America, the Serpent Society would still succeed, kill Modoc, and then give his body to Aim, who turned him into a giant computer. But he would end up being destroyed after a scientist tried to use him as a drone to kill Iron Man. He would then be brought back by AIM and even retake control. So, back to square one. After this, he will cross paths with X-Men and Alpha Flight, Sis and V, create a tech company and hire Ghost to kill competitors, and even battle the Defenders and Avengers. Probably one of the craziest things to have happen to MODOK would be when he was kidnapped by a military admiral, Johnny Westbrook, to spy on his enemies, and during this, he would switch bodies with a drug lord, Domicles Rivas, or sorry, he would switch minds with Domicles Rivas. However, while fighting the Falcon, he'd, t he'd take one to the dome and then go back to his old body. After that, things will get even more interesting. It will be revealed that Westbrook and Rivas were, were making an anti-Modoc virus, but Modoc would then alter it to give himself more power. He also had a failsafe where if he would die, his DNA would be unleashed onto a unsuspecting public. But guess what? Cat's America would stop him. And after that, he would be turned into a gene bomb by his own son, Sean Madigan. Long story short, back when he was Tarleton, he dated a woman named Lena Madigan in college, but left her after he found out she was pregnant. They both will be stopped by Miss Marvel, and Sean, thought to be dead, will be turned into villain Headcase, while Modoc will escape and fix himself up. He would then be asked by the X-Men to help them figure out how to continue the mutant race. He would decline. 
He would then, once again, try to regain control of AIM and take down former lover Monica Rappuccini, and they had a fling back when he was still Tarleton. While his attempt to dethrone her would fail, he still got control back. After that, he would team up with a lot of members of the Intelligentsia to create the Red Hulk. During the process of turning Thunderbolt Ross into Red Hulk, Betty would become Red She-Hulk and Rick Jones would turn into A-Bomb. This will more likely play out in New World Order, and since there's rumors that there's going to be a lot of villains in that movie, I wonder if MODOK is going to be one of them. Who knows? It could happen. We'll have to see. He would then go on to develop a failsafe where he would create facilities that kept clones of himself but didn't include a thought process for the brains. They were called Scorch Earth facilities. And then he and the leader also teamed up to build a machine to store the most brilliant minds, including Reed Richards, Dr. Doom, and even a docile Bruce Banner. However, Red Hulk would go rogue, and this would force Modoc to work with the Hulk. And during the whole ordeal, filled with twists and turns, Modoc would return to being George Tarleton. But Modoc would live on through a clone that managed to learn and even call himself Modoc Superior. And Modoc Superior would go on to team up with it being called the Black Fog to defeat robot Nazis comics. From here on, he would help Murray Hill defeat the new head of AIM, go up against Gwenpool, move to California, turn himself and Tiger into giants, and even join the West Coast Masters of Evil. And yeah, that about covers it. I know I kind of blew through a few parts, but I mean, they're just kind of just some, mi some minor stories. Like I mentioned in my Kang 101, if you want to read some comics with MODOK, make sure to check out ComicHerald.com. It's a good resource for people who are just getting into comics or people who have been reading comics for a while. It will be linked down in my description. I honestly hope he survives Quantumania. He can do a lot in the MCU, like, oh, I don't know, give us a comic book accurate AIM. I know AIM was in Iron Man 3, but I want to see some beekeeper suits, people. Alrighty, that'll be it for this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as leave me a five-star rating and a good review where you can. That really helps get my podcasts out there for more ears to listen to. Also, feel free to leave me a voice message on Anchor, whether it's telling me how your day's been, your thoughts on MODOK, the next character you want to see get a 101, and also feel free to follow me on Instagram at the Factor, which will be linked down in my description as well. Until next time, stay happy, stay well, stay healthy, have a good rest of your week, don't become a giant organic computer that tries to retake an organization multiple times. And I'll talk to you all next time. Peace out.